Hello and welcome to the Jesus Heals podcast. My name is Sister Andrew Marie, and I am happy to be here with you today. Today's podcast um, it might end up being a little shorter than normal, but I'm not sure. It's a very important topic, I feel, but there's not a lot to say. I feel like I have to share what I have to say and then let Jesus do his thing right? (laughs) Because whatever Jesus tells you is the most important thing. So I want to just kind of plant some seeds, so to speak, and then leave room for Jesus to speak to you in the closeness um, that you have with him. So I was thinking of titles for this podcast, and I'm still not exactly sure what I'm going to call it. But things that came to mind were, do you hide your wounds? Or have you shown Jesus your wounds? Often, if we realize we have wounds, we can feel embarrassed by them. And we don't want to show people them. We don't want people to know, you know, because somehow, at least for me, being wounded... is somehow like showing a weakness, right? If I let this situation or this person or this thing hurt me so much so that I'm carrying around a wound of a wound of abandonment or rejection or anything like that, that somehow I'm weak and I don't want to show people that. And, but Jesus had wounds even after the resurrection, when he came back, he's known by his wounds. You'll see depictions of Jesus in art, the resurrected Jesus. And if you can see his hands, you'll, you'll see the marks in his hands. And I remember hearing a story, and if someone knows the exact origin of this, they can let me know or, or where to find it. But I heard it in a homily years ago, and it really impressed me. It's about St. Teresa of Avila. He was a Carmelite who, she was a nun who like did a reform for the Carmelite order. And she's a saint now, so that's, that's pretty good. <laughs> and the story goes that at one point, the devil was trying to tempt St. Teresa, trying to tempt Teresa of Avila for, in some way, and showed up, the devil showed up as the person of Jesus. He looked like Jesus and was trying to tell Teresa something. And right away, Teresa of Avila, St. Teresa of Avila, stopped and said, you're not Jesus, like, like she kind of sent him away and wouldn't listen. And finally, the devil said to her, how did you know? How did you know it wasn't Jesus? And she told him, You don't have any wounds. Jesus had wounds. So even in that, Jesus is recognized in his wounds, in his, the marks from the horrible traumatic event that happened that took his life. And we see this in the Gospels too, in the Gospel of John, after the resurrection of Jesus, when he Jesus comes to the upper room where the apostles are, where the disciples are, 
and it's in the Gospel of John, chapter 20. And he comes into this room where they're all hiding and they're afraid. And the scripture says, Jesus came and stood in their midst and said to them, Peace be with you. When he had said this, he showed them his hands and his side. The disciples rejoiced when they saw the Lord. So in showing the disciples his hands and his side, this is after the crucifixion and the resurrection. So he had scars or whatever, marks in some way that showed what his wounds had been. And the disciples rejoiced. They didn't rejoice because of his wounds, but they rejoiced because by his wounds we receive our healing. By his wounds they recognized that he was the Savior. So Jesus shows his wounds to bring us to deeper freedom, to bring us to a place where we can glory in the resurrection. But then I ask myself, well, what about me? Do I hide my wounds? Or do I let people see them? And this, of course, you're not going to let everybody know all of your stuff, right? That's not the place. Everybody doesn't need to know your woundedness. Some people don't even deserve to kind of be on that level. It's a very intimate kind of thing to share with some people. So it's not that you or I am to just like go out to everyone and talk about my wound of rejection or something to everyone, anyone. I meet somebody at the bus stop and I start telling them about my woundedness. No, that's not what this is. But with people you can trust, maybe with one or two close friends and you pray together or something, with people that really know you, your spouse, if you're married, you know, and ultimately also to Jesus. And we can kind of think, I can kind of think, well, Jesus already knows all my wounds. Like, he knows what they are. I don't need to show them to him. He knows what they are. But he's the divine physician. And I just think of it, even when you have a <clears throat> a physical wound, you know, say, say I was cooking and I, I cut my arm with a big kitchen knife, right? So that's it's a pretty bad cut. And if I go to the doctor... And I say, I got this really bad cut. What do I do? But I don't show him or her the wound. I don't show the doctor my arm. They can tell me all kinds of things to do from their knowledge, but I'm kind of holding back, right? And I'm not going to get the fullest amount of healing that I could probably get if I'm not treated in the right way for the type of cut I have or how deep it is or whatever. You know, some cuts... You can just bandage up others. You need stitches just on a practical level. But you have to show the wound to get the right care from the person who can care for you, from the doctor. So the same with Jesus. We can show him our wounds. And he, as the divine physician, the divine healer, can give us what we most need to heal those wounds. 
So what do we do? You know, people might say, well, I don't have any wounds. And I remember reading like a parable one time or something in a book and it was this little conversation and the first person said, "Um, show me your wounds. And the the other person said, I don't have any. And the first person replied with, oh, then you've never loved. And not to say like every time you love, you're going to be wounded. No, that's not it. But when we, when we make ourselves vulnerable, that's when wounds can happen. Often the deepest wounds that people experience, that I've experienced, come from family situations. Because it's those intimate relationships that you're very close to people, you know, to your parents, to your siblings, to, to spouses, whatever it may be, or a very close friend. You know, we kind of can let our guard down in those situations, in most cases. And sometimes through through nobody's fault, you know, we get wounded because of situations, because of how we perceive a situation, because of what we might have needed in a situation, and the other person just can't give it to us. So it leaves a wound. And it needs to be tended to, because we all know, if you go back to like the cut on your arm from from a kitchen knife, right? If you leave that wound untended, uncared for, if you don't do anything to it, if you hide it, if you just put a jacket on over your arm, right? And just say, oh, it'll be fine. You know, I just have to deal with it. Just have to live with it. The wound will get infected. And, I mean, in an extreme case, like, they'd have to amputate your arm or something, you know, if the infection got really, really serious. So, the same with wounds to our person, like, in our in our heart, really. These wounds that we carry around, they're painful. And they might hurt a lot. And there are times when other things get brought up that kind of pokes the wound or touches it and and you're not ready for anybody to touch it yet and it hurts hurts a lot or maybe we don't even know exactly what our wounds are for a long time i would have told people that i was fine i don't i don't have anything quote unquote wrong with me <laughs> that's what i would think you know my my life was good i had everything i needed had my family. There were things that I didn't like or things that hurt me in my life, but I just thought, well, I have to just offer that up. I have to just take that as as a suffering in my life and carry my cross, so to speak. And while that's true, there is suffering in this life. Not all of it needs to be carried around by us all the time. Some of it can be healed now on this earth. By Jesus. We don't have to walk around with big, painful, open wounds, so to speak, on our heart. So, and then sometimes we might, I know I do, but we might compare what we perceive as one of our wounds to somebody else's. And we'll think, oh, well, they suffered more. They're 
they've really gone through a lot. You know, mine is just a little, little thing, a little inconvenience. It's not that big of a deal. You know, I, for my own situation, for my own life, I can say like a deep wound is my parents' divorce. And I think I've mentioned that before on the podcast, but it's a deep wound. But I would kind of gloss over it and say, well, but, you know, both of my parents were very present to me in my life growing up. They really tried to make things work. There was no abuse in my home and between them, there was no fighting. You know, I've heard horrible stories from friends and people I know that, you know, their parents were just, they had a divorce too and, and it was awful. Like there was all this fighting and yelling and horrible things said between, you know, mom and dad. And you think, wow, well, that's, that's really painful. That's, that's a deep wound. You know, mine isn't, isn't as, as bad, so to speak. But no, we can't, we can't compare things like that, or we shouldn't. Because even, and I'm going to go back to the example between like a cut on your hand, right? You can have a paper cut, and that's very tiny, right? And it should just heal on its own, but usually. But sometimes, if you don't tend to it, if you don't care for it, it can get infected too. And it can lead to a really bad infection and make a person really sick from a tiny little paper cut, right? Or some seemingly inconsequential thing that we think, right? We think it's inconsequential. But everything is connected. (laughs) And especially with our hearts. These wounds that come into our hearts deeply. Jesus wants to tend to. Jesus wants to care for your heart. So show him what you think is a paper cut or what you think is a big gaping wound. And Even if you think, you know, if your life was fine, you haven't been wounded at all, and everything is wonderful, you know, everything, not that it's wonderful, but like, you know, you're doing well, then then praise him for it. And ask him if there's anything in your life that would distract you from him. Anything that's happened, and... Or maybe you feel like you could live more fully for Jesus, but you just don't know how. Or you feel like something's holding you back. Ask Jesus to show you, you know, what what has happened that's left any kind of wound. And again, don't, we need, we don't need to make any comparison. You know, it can even be what seems like a very tiny thing. You know, I read a story once and it was, this memory came up when a person prayed and that was asking Jesus, you know, what, what was holding him back? And it was this memory of, like, his dad leaving to go to work. <laughs> you know, and that, we know, as rational thinking adults, like, your dad had to leave to go to work. That's fine, that's good, he provided for his family. But in that moment, as a little boy, this man perceived it as his dad 
didn't care about him. So it's not so much sometimes the action of the other person, though sometimes it is. Sometimes it's a direct wound from a person that they have abandoned you or they have said, you know, things that hurt you. But sometimes it's how we perceive it. And that's still very much a trauma and a wound. And Jesus can tell you the truth in that, can speak truth to you in that. So I encourage you even now, we'll just take a moment and enter into a few moments of prayer. And I encourage you later on, if you want to take this to prayer more, just continue, continue this conversation with Jesus. And we take a moment and we begin in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. We pray for the light of the Holy Spirit to be with us and illuminate any things that have been in the darkness in our lives. And we ask Jesus, we ask Jesus in this moment, is there anything that's happened to me that has left a wound that has been not tended to, not cared for. If Jesus can bring a memory to your mind or a situation or just even a feeling, and if a memory comes to mind, How do you see yourself in that memory? What do you believe about yourself in that time? So for the example of the man who as a little boy saw his father leave for work and felt that his father had abandoned him, he might have felt like nobody cared for him or that he was all alone. Whatever you feel in that moment, It's true in that moment. In that wound, it's how you felt. And we can try to dismiss it, you know, as rational, like adults that know better. But but the feelings are real. And in this moment, you offer that to Jesus. And you can renounce the lie. So in the name of Jesus Christ, I renounce the lie that I am all alone. In the name of Jesus Christ, I renounce the lie that I am abandoned. In the name of Jesus Christ, I renounce the lie that my father didn't care for me. Whatever it is, you can just pray, In the name of Jesus Christ, I renounce the lie that... And fill in the blank. And now we ask Jesus in this memory to speak the truth to our hearts, to the deepest places where the wound is, to fill up the pain, to take out the pain from the wound and fill it with the truth. In the name of Jesus Christ, I announce the truth that I am never alone because Jesus is with me. In the name of Jesus Christ, I announce the truth 
that I am his beloved one. In the name of Jesus Christ, I announce the truth that God is a good father to me. And whatever comes up in prayer, you just announce the truth in the name of Jesus. We pray in gratitude for any insight that the Holy Spirit has given at this time. And I pray for everyone listening, that if anyone is struggling or feeling deep pain from a, a wound that's been with them for a long time, that they might be able to find deeper peace and freedom in Jesus right now. And to know the truth in the depths of their being, in the depths of the woundedness, the truth that Jesus loves them infinitely. Jesus loves us infinitely. And he wants us to be well. And to not have to carry around deep pain and woundedness. woundedness. Jesus wants us to be well. Jesus wants you to be well. And he loves you so very much. We end this time of prayer and we ask Jesus to seal it with his most precious blood. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Well, I thank you all for listening. Um, I hope that was helpful. If something needs more clarification or anything, please feel free to comment. Let me know how this could be more helpful for anyone listening. I'd be most grateful for any feedback at all. Um, so thank you all for listening and know you're in my prayers and God bless you.